Previously on Dunwich and Dagons. There are rumors that in the New Jersey Pine Barrens, there is a creature that stalks these lands. Uh, some people call it the Leeds Devil, but it is most commonly known as the Jersey Devil. The two of you approach the cabin. There's no, obviously no door. You guys, you guys get close and you walk in and there's the silhouette of a woman standing in front of a fire. Excuse me, ma'am. You're here to hurt my poor sweet baby. I won't let that happen. I'm gonna attack her. You like, you just like kind of like stab the knife like right into her lower jaw and like up through her head. You pull the dagger out and her whip, when you pull it out, her like lifeless body just falls right in front of you and the flames around her extinguish. But uh, Mortimer discovers amongst the burned building ruins a singed book. The fourth entry. The creature can only be killed from its own flesh and blood. I've coated my dagger in oils from the placenta. Tonight, I kill the beast. I'm going to take my first turn to uh, put the shriveled up placenta thingy into the tube of my gun. Uh, Claudette is going to really, really, really... Try to shoot this thing in the head and avoid the beak because she knows that things that get shot in the beak don't often die. You shoot the creature in its open mouth. The bullet explodes out the other side. And then the creature just kind of like ignites into flames too quickly. Like its skin and like muscles just immediately fall off into flame. And then like its skeleton is still standing as the flames go out. But then like it turns to dust and blows away in the wind. So, everybody, welcome back to our White Chicks podcast, where we go scene by scene discussing the plot of the Wayans Brothers movie, White Chicks. So, what was your favorite part of White Chicks? The ending. (laughs) The ending? I can't tell if Kyle's frozen or not, or he's just in disbelief. (laughs) I'm I'm just trying, thinking really hard, trying to think of what I liked about that movie. I, I, I liked how bad their voices were and everybody just fell for the fact that they were white chicks you know yeah i think it did it did some maybe some good for like blending the lines of gender it probably didn't at all it's probably more offensive no definitely way more offensive that it did something good for the gender lines and roles <laughs> yeah i don't know if it holds up these days i don't think it held up when it came out <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so with us this week we have... Howdy, my name is Kyle, uh, I'm playing Bobby Houdini, who is, uh, he's the son of Harry Houdini, and in his, at least in his own mind, is the most brilliant performer ever to exist, and nobody can possibly understand it, because they just, he's big brain, big brain smart. You know? Hello, I'm Nate, and I'll be playing... Uh, Mortimer King, uh, a rich kind of kooky guy who's sort of soaking wet and beat the hell up right now. Uh, hi, I'm Jackie, and I'll be playing as Claudette, the clan clairvoyant, who is absolutely legitimate in every way. And I am your keeper, and I play everybody else, but mostly seem to play Amos, the uh, smart seven foot not really smart but a seven foot tall uh pure muscle farm boy that everybody seems to love for some reason (laughs) 
He has a heart of gold. He has a heart of gold. He's kind of our guardian angel. <laughs> he performed CPR on people who didn't need it. <laughs> he invented CPR. This is where we'll start. I have a proposition for you. How what, would you? What, 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 kind, what, kind, of, what kind of a proposition? What are you talking about? What, what are you offering us? Well, you guys are now immersed yourself in the world of the supernatural. And there's really no turning back from this point. You will see these things haunting you at every corner of your eye, driving you insane if you try to ignore it. I think it's best if you confront these threats face on. Anybody want to say anything? Oh, go ahead. Do you know who I am? I, I'm, I'm, I'm Bobby Houdini. I've been facing these mystical, supernatural things my whole life. I am mystical and supernatural. I don't know what you're talking about. But what, 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 do you, what are you trying to propose? I am a part of an organization that's spanning across all of the United States to defend uh, various sectors of our country from supernatural threats. Uh, I am traveling to Boston to start a... to start the uh, Northeastern Bureau of Paranormal Research. Uh, except I'm not going to call it that. I'm going to call it <laughs> the, the Northeastern Paranormal Defense Foundation. Northeastern Paranormal Defense Foundation. I was, I was making sure it didn't spell out something funny. <laughs> I was trying to make sure it didn't spell out BPRD. Uh, I will pay. We need to find some capital first. We are not well funded. It is a this is a ground level opportunity. And here's the thing: if you get two people below you, and they get two people below them, then it all works its way back up to the top, and you will make so much money. No, that he doesn't say any of that. Sounds He's like, I, I have some, I have some funding, but not much. I think we need to take down some more threats before the government will invest in us properly. Well, I don't work for free. Oh, I understand, I understand. Uh, how about we uh, continue this conversation uh, back in Boston? And there's still a lady, she's like, she's standing there over the course of her child sobbing. Um, what do you think we should do about this? I don't know. I fear, I fear we cannot let the knowledge of supernatural go too public. Otherwise, the world will go into chaos. Uh, Should we kill her? <laughs> she looks up at you. She looks up at you. She's like, she's like sobbing uncontrollably. Uncontrollably. Uh, I, th I think I should probably get to a hospital or something, fellas. I'm not feeling too well. His hand starts glowing white, and he like touch, touch, touches your chest, where like you were impaled, and you can recover uh, two hit points. Whoa! Like the wounds close up a little, but there's like bruising underneath and stuff. I could erase her memory of her child. Uh, that, that, that sounds much better than killing her. You should do that. Uh, is everyone okay with this? Should we burn that thing on the ground? I'm afraid it could come back or perhaps contaminate us with whatever vile disease it has. The vampiric child? Yes. Uh, the vampiric child is like, like turning to dust in her arms as like you're having this conversation. Like the dust is all over her face and stuff. That she's like sobbing through a pile of gray ash. <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. He's like, okay. And he like 
his hand glows, he puts it to her head, and like her eyes kind of go blank. And she's like, where am I? Who am I? Your name is Carmen Sandiego, and you are in Canada. I am Carmen. I am Charmin Santiago, the legally distinct version of Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> you guys are like, are, I'm not, not going to say quite you're going to fast forward, but let's, uh, we're going to... He, we're going to start all walking and talking as we try to get back to a nearby city. So on the way, he uh, he's, he's like trying to tell you more about his uh, foundation. Do you all have uh, any questions about the Northeastern uh, Paranormal Defense Foundation? Uh, yes, I, I actually, I do. I do. Um, I want to show him the, uh, the image left in my roommate when my roommate went missing, like that cult symbol. Oh, like the, the symbol on his ring. Symbol. Yeah. Can you tell me, what can you tell me about this symbol? Like the one that you threatened to kill him over last session? <laughs> yes. Exactly. The symbol that I completely understand by looking at it, but just didn't care to tell anybody. Yes. Yes, that one. <laughs> uh, this is a symbol of the Knights Templar. They are an ancient organization that I used to work for. I no longer have such alliances. So can you explain to me why my... Uh, my companion, my friend, would have been taken from his home, and that symbol would have been left behind? He may have been taken, or maybe he left to join them of his own volition. I changed my mind about monetary compensation. I will help you out as long as you help me figure this out. Great. I like free labor. <laughs> but it's spelled with all J's instead of H's. <laughs> Uh, yes, I will help you find out what happened to your friend. Uh, I have cut ties with the Knights Templar. They are a dangerous sect. More dangerous than uh, the, that, that, that devil thing back there? That devil appeared much like the deity that the Knights Templar worship, Baphomet. They channel all their power directly from such creature. I do not know the origins of the creature. It was before my time, but I assume... That somehow the connection with Baphomet and the Jersey Devil are close. Well, I've got no respect for something with as stupid of a name as Baphomet, so. Clearly. Um, I do not yet have a base of operations. If only if I knew someone who is going to Boston and starting something that we could use as a base of operations. I, you know, mister, I think I like the cut of your jib. I was just thinking to myself that wherever this new place is going to be, maybe it should have like a ground floor bar. You know what I'm saying? A little speakeasy or something. I like that. The speakeasy will keep us off the eyes of the policia. I mean, yeah, in, in a different direction. The point is a, a different direction. You know what I'm saying? Plus, it'll be a little bit of income, a little skim off the top. Yes, we can we can do some financing through the speakeasy itself. So I take it you're on board, Mr. What's your name? A king. Mortimer King, sir. Mortimer King. And uh, what about you, uh, uh, madame? Senora. Not madame. I answer the both. I don't know. I don't see much reason to go to Boston. It doesn't seem like you can pay me more money than I already possess on my own. But maybe, maybe if that speakeasy had... I don't know, uh, a recording studio where maybe I could, uh, experience things in a supernatural sense. You could, you could put on, uh, not, maybe not a recording studio, but like a seance room where you can charge people to perform seances within the speakeasy itself. 
I can charge drunk people money. I'll think about it. And Emo says, I- I'm coming to Boston to find my uh, my missing nephew. His name was Efren. Y'all heard of Efren? No, sorry. <laughs> Can't say I have. Uh, well, uh, when we get to Boston, y'all might uh, uh, help me see if I can find my nephew. He's been missing for like a few weeks. Why would you think he's in Boston, Amos? Uh, he was he was a real smart fella. He was studying at the uh, Aldridge University of Science and Innovation. Uh, I think he was studying something like literature or theoretical physics. I can't remember which it was. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that's uh, uh, not quite helpful, but interesting nonetheless. Um, I- I'll pay you. Uh, he pulls out his pocket three turnips and a carrot. I'll pay you three turnips and a carrot. Uh, no, you you hold on to those, Amos. You, you might need them. I'll yeah. take them, Amos. <laughs> You'll take them. Uh, uh, all right, you you can have my three turnips and a carrot. Leave the man his produce. <laughs> um. Uh, uh. Yeah. So eventually, you guys do get to uh, you guys eventually like make it back to a city. You find a train. I don't know. You guys are, are you any of you guys are scared to get back on a train <laughs> after what happened last time? Jeez. <laughs> no, I have foresight. Y- your character doesn't actually have foresight. <laughs> this was completely out of game. <laughs> uh, no, my character has a crippling fear of vampires, but trains seem pretty unaffected. So uh, you guys get on the train, and you guys kind of dump that lady just at the train station. She's somebody else's problem now. Oh, yeah. And you guys arrive into the hustling, bustling city of Boston. That's what I said. That lady's just lucky to be alive. She is. She doesn't remember anything we either. Ki- we we could have killed her. What? You offered. None of us had a weapon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe the preacher guy. Okay. I'm a switchblade. So you get to, uh, you guys get to Boston. Mortimer. How well, I was getting a little French. <laughs> um, Mortimer, where were you thinking of setting up? Oh, gee, fella, I, I hadn't really thought of a good spot or anything specifically, but w- what kind of size are we looking for here? Are we looking for some sort of, like, rental property, or, or do we need... What, what kind of space do we need? You got any other people on this? <laughs> do you have any, uh... Do you have a business partner you're working with? Well, I mean, that... Uh, <laughs> that's a funny story you say that. Uh, the, the short answer is no. <laughs> What's the long answer? <laughs> we could get into that over drinks. <laughs> all right, all right. You, you guys all, he, he takes you all to a bar. He's like, I, I'm buying, I'm buying. Go loco, mis amigos. You got it, partner. Tell me uh, your stories. I'd like to get to know uh, my partners. Mortimer, would you like to go first? Only what's relevant. Oh, gee, well, what's relevant to bring me around these parts? But, you know, I- I'm looking to get in on something here, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Truth be told, the, the whole... So I, like, take, like, a shot of gin or something and just, like, down it, like, slam the glass on the table. The... <laughs> the stuff that we just, like, 
saw and, and got through? Like, that's some heavy stuff. I'm still kind of processing that personally. Ah, oh, yes, I understand, but... This is the kind of thing, once you see it, you will notice it everywhere you go. It'll be that little nail in the back of your skull hammering just a little bit closer every single time, and then eventually you'll break. You cannot pretend these things do not exist. No, I I absolutely believe you. I, I've got personal problems in my past that, that seem to keep popping up too, and and, and it, it goes along exactly with what you're saying. It absolutely makes sense to me. It's it's scary, really. So, what about you, Claudette? Are we just spilling the beans, like everything right here? Yes, just trying to get to know my business partners. Well, as you know, I am often on the radio. I did uh, not know that. Oh, you did. You just don't realize it because you see my face. Have you heard just my voice? Oh, you're right. Yeah, I if I close my eyes, you're Claudette from the radio. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Zingo. Um, I actually have been coming around the areas because I'm looking for a strange person who's been harassing me on my show. I, I haven't contacted my agent recently, but I probably should sometime. Uh... I've really just been wandering around. Uh, you say somebody's been harassing you? Yeah, some strange man, I suppose man, who calls me on my radio show and says gawkish things at me. Like what? Well, quite frankly, I don't really remember anymore, but uh, they were annoying. Do you need me to remind you what they were? Yes. <laughs> okay. Remind the audience who they were. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you got the call on your radio show, and he was basically challenging whether you were a real psychic or not. And he was saying that he is a he has uh, taken a young man. Yes, uh, he's, he's abducted a young man, and that you have to come find him in the city of Boston, or else he's going to kill this young this young man. Could that, could that young man be uh, Amos's nephew? Do you say that out loud? Yes, I do. I, I, uh, maybe, maybe we should look into into it, see if that's my, my nephew. Um, but I'm sure lots of people go missing in the city all the time, though. Could be your roommates there, Pocus Pocus Boy. Maybe, but he's been missing for a little bit. And he went missing in Chicago. Um, well, Ponce de Leon says, uh, well, it might be worth looking into then if you think that, uh, this person harassing, uh, Claudette might be the same person who has abducted Imus's nephew. Wouldn't that be a creepy thing? Everything being connected, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. And, uh, what about you, Mr. Houdini? Any relation to the Harry Houdini? Yes, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm a son who's going to surpass him. I'm the proper Houdini, the Houdini that will really show the world what fame truly is, what entertainment truly is. But uh, you know what? I, I'm here because I want, I want to find my friend. I want to find, I want to find Ivan. In like, you don't need to know much else. Like I'm an orphan, so what? Maybe I committed some crimes. Maybe I brought some people. Who fucking cares? It doesn't matter. All that matters is that I'm here and I'm willing to help. Okay. 
No more judgment. Stop it. I was not judging. I was just wishing to get to know you. Um, I didn't know Harry Houdini had any children. That's because he's a piece of shit and he left me behind. Oh, that's very, very tragic. That's the kind of tragic story that would make for a great role-playing character. <laughs> you also came to Boston to work with uh, Bruce Thurston, who went missing after the train explosion. Oh, that boy drowned. We didn't even try to look for him. <laughs> no, you did not try to look for him. I just assumed he did one of his acts and disappeared. Yeah. He's not that good. I, I heard <laughs> the two of you over talk, uh, talking over the train, and you guys had something planned, but... Listen, we, we were going to work together on an act, and it would have been nice and all, but I didn't need him. I could do it by myself. Mm. I mean... Hopefully he's not dead. If he's dead, he's dead. And, like, maybe somebody will mourn him. But I don't really have the time for that. But hopefully he's somewhere where he's not going to be taking my customers. So, so, you know. All right. Uh, how about how about this? Uh, no, you per- perhaps you should contact your agent just to see uh, what's going on there. Because uh, if I remember hearing correctly... Uh, there was a show that was willing to book you, but you needed a partner. Wait, 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 were you over here in this weird straight of fucking East Jump, man? <laughs> it, there was only six people on the train. <laughs> I'll call my manager when I get a moment of alone. Okay, okay. Um, how about this? You guys, you rest up. Um, in, in the morning, I'm going to go and scout uh, potential uh, real estate opportunities for Establishing a base of operations. I'm so sliding a little more French again. To est- drinking. To establish the base of operations. And while I'm doing that, how about you help Amos in trying to find his nephew? Oh. I will uh, pay you all $25 up front. Make it 35 Okay, uh, how about... Um, Let's see what I'm going to need you to roll here. Mm-hmm. The more your character drinks, uh, the more French he becomes. It's his quirk. Let's see. I'm going to have you roll Persuade. All right. My Persuade is... Ooh, 10. Um, let's see what I get. I got a 20. Damn it. Oh, I'm afraid until I get more... Uh, a better stream of income or a line of credit that I can only do 25 for now. Fine. All right. You all have a great night. I will uh, close up here. So where do you all go to stay? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go find a, like, a mid-tier hotel. A mid-tier hotel? Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't be silly. We can go somewhere nice for the night. My tree. If, 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 if it's your tweet, your treat, then uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 that sounds good. Can I, can I come? Uh, I'm sure there'll be a bathtub. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. I think I'm like invoking my inner Porky Pig with this character. <laughs> that, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> uh, what about Claudette? I suppose I'll go with y'all, but uh, don't get grabbed with me. I'm the age of your mother. 
My mother always taught me to respect a lady's boundaries. My All right, they put me up for adoption. And Amos just hugs you. He's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Cla maybe Claudette can be your new mother. She said she was your mother's age. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Amos. I'm okay, I'm okay, thank you. Claudette leans into Amos and says, maybe I'm the mother that put him up for adoption. Okay, are you saying that out of I'm game. just saying to mess with him. Yeah, no, no. I'm just <laughs> messing with Amos because I think he's a dumb beat boy. <laughs> a Amos, I'll, I'll be your mother. <laughs> I, I took a good care of them chickens on the farm. Did you say you'd be your own mother? <laughs> I'll be your mother. No, thank you. On the farm, they called me a mother hen because I always... Watched over those eggs, something fierce. I'd even sit on them, keep them nice and warm in my butt cheeks. I'm sure, I'm sure they they called you that for nothing but very positive reasons. And like he like he clenches his butt cheeks and like an egg pops out and he catches it. <laughs> God bless you, Amos. <laughs> Amos have egg superpowers. I've been holding that one in there for a while. He's like swimming with it, saving the baby. <laughs> It's hard-boiled now. Actually, it is hard-boiled. He cracks it open, and like there's like a perfectly hard-boiled egg in there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it, it tastes pretty good when you get past the ass smell. What are you feeding those chickens, Amos? <laughs> so where are we staying? I don't know. Let's find a nice part of town. Let's get out of here. You guys go to like um like the, like the main square of like. Boston where it's just like um, it's all like businesses and hotels and stuff like high-rise buildings um, there's a uh, hotel called the the tall man it's like the one of the tallest buildings in Boston oh that's gotta be nice can we do like a montage where we take Amos into like a, a store and then he comes right back out dressed in like a suit and stuff and like, we, we're gonna we're pretty woman here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you guys do the montage, and like he, he goes behind the counter, but the first three times he comes out, he's wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep sending me in here? And then one time he comes out completely naked, and another time he comes out, and like his boots are on his hands, and like his he head is in his overalls. And then the third time he comes out, he's like dressed normal, and you're all like, <laughs> dressed like Prince. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, but no uh how do you guys want to dress up amos this is like your uh this is your dressing doll uh opportunity Excellent. here uh he's gotta he's gotta have um like a detective's hat that's like everybody do you dress him like sherlock holmes <laughs> Yeah, he needs to have a Sherlock Holmes oh, hat. Oh, one of the, like the cap things. Yeah, thing. and an embroidered, Jeez. an embroidered napkin in his pocket. He needs that. So he has the uh, Sherlock Holmes hat. Is it plaid? I assume it's plaid. Yes. A studded leather belt. Okay. <laughs> he he has the Sherlock Holmes hat. Holmes hat. He has the uh, an embroidered uh, uh, handkerchief sitting out of his pocket that says AC for Amos Cash. And a studded leather belt. And I'm going to pick him out. Elevator a, shoes. A, 
a dark green three-piece suit. I'd be like, no, no, you guys, here, try this on. So he puts on the dark green three-piece suit. He has the the hat, the, <laughs> the, the, the handkerchief, the stud leather belt, and elevator shoes. He's like, <laughs> ah, these shoes make me feel even taller. He's like eight feet tall wearing those. <laughs> Oh, and he has, um, and he's got black socks that also have the embroidery, and then he's got those little sock garter belts that go up to your shin. So, so yeah, he has like those Bill Cosby socks, except when it's throughout his name. One, can we give him a single white glove? Also, a single white glove. <laughs> yeah, you give him a single white glove, and he moonwalks out of there. Oh yeah, <laughs> looking good, Amos. <laughs> we just stare at him. I feel so like proud. twenty bucks. I have a point. We taught him that. <laughs> <laughs> so you all uh, get to your hotel, the, the tall man. And uh, there is a uh, guy behind the counter. Like he's sitting there just like with the books. Just waiting. I'll walk up front. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, good man. Uh, Hello. I, I believe... uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, hello. Uh, I believe we uh, are here to rent a room. Mm, yes. Do you have a reservation? Uh, no. Unfortunately, we have just arrived into town unexpectedly, and you sort of need a place. Mm, I see. What's the name? Uh, you could put uh, down under King. That, that'd be me, Mortimer King. King? That's such a regal name. Don't well, you thank think? You. I, actually, yeah, you know what? I, I do think that. Excellent. How many? Oh, gee. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Hmm. A lady. Are you married? I'm married to the good lord. That's good enough for me. Right this way. And like, he, he walks out behind a counter and then come, walks back around wearing like a, a bellhop outfit. I'll take your luggage. Oh, you don't seem to have any. Claudette hands him her very small handbag. Thank you. And he, like, he carries it, and he lets you into the room. Uh, it's only, uh, two beds. And it's, like, it's it's decked out, though. There's, like, mini bar. There's no TV, because I don't think TV's been invented yet. Um, there's a radio. There, there's a radio. There's a holy Bible. There's also, uh, free subscription to Cinemax. No. <laughs> On the radio. On <laughs> <laughs> the radio. Uh, after dark, it becomes uh, Skinamax, and you can listen to all the erotic stories. But besides that, it's 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 a pretty straightforward, fancy hotel room with just uh, a phone there that you can call down. It's one of those you know fancy phones that you like just like you just like lightly hang up, uh, and that you talk into one end, and then you hold the other end to your ear, like they're not attached. Yeah, it's like that. And of course, there's like ashtrays all over the room. If you need anything, don't uh, worry and just call room service. Uh, thank you, my good man. I do believe we will. And he's just standing there. 
You can leave now. <laughs> Claudette gives oh. him some fake money. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to need you to roll psychology. Okie dokie. Let me just look at my psychology skill. Huh, I pass with a 43. My psychology skill is 60. How much fake money do you give him? Um, I'm going to say 25 cents, which is probably equivalent to a pretty good tip in this era. Oh, thank you. And he uh kind of walks out and kind of like stomps his feet a little bit. I feel like fake coins have to be hard to make. They are. I mean, they're hard to make, but it it happened uh, back in the day. Uh, Okay, and what you guys going to do for the rest of the night? (laughs) We just just make do for now, all right? Uh, I'm not not sleeping with Amos, though. I'm not sleeping with Amos. Amos is already in the bathtub, like, (laughs) curled into a little ball. (laughs) I was going to take a bath or use the bathroom, but I guess that won't be happening. That was pretty fast, actually. <laughs> He's got like one of those anime nose bubbles going on. <laughs> he looks so sweet in his three-piece dark green suit. <laughs> He's like wearing all that stupid shit. So you guys can go to go to bed, and this is where we can do our character advancement. Uh, oh, what happens when we sleep? Uh, yeah, this is this is gonna be kind of the break between uh, the break between arcs. So, if you successfully com- completed a skill check, uh, you put a check mark next to that skill. Did you put any, Kyle? Some, but I definitely missed out on like save like all of them in the first session. Yeah, I didn't save the ones in the first session either. Um, you failed swimming, so I don't. You don't get. I know you don't get swimming. Um. I got at least a couple of like spot hidden. I think you got. I think you got a melee. It only you only get it once. You only get a check once. Okay, I, I definitely got a spot hidden. I definitely got a melee. I think you probably got a dodge. Um. Yep. Yeah, probably, but I'm not sure if I got anything other than those. I think that might be it. Um. Uh. You might have gotten listen. I don't think I. I think the one time we did listen, I failed. Okay. Uh. I think you did sleight of hand. Did you pass that? Uh, I remember you did it last session. I don't remember what you did it for, or if you passed. Oh, it was a card game on the train, wasn't it? I was like, show me a card no, game. No, we were already in the water. I'll give you sleight of hand. Okay, let me find my pen real quick. Okay. So, how this works... Oh, I'll wait till Kyle gets back. I need to write a letter home to my friend as well, like, before I go to sleep or something, maybe. To be like, dear friend, like, please mail me my... Gun Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. You, you can drop it off at the Federal Express. Yes. <laughs> and they, they can pick they can pick it up for you. <laughs> Since we can assume that we did errands during the day, I'm gonna take this moment to say that I have acquired more bullets for my little Derringer gun. Okay. Uh are bullets more expensive than your spending level? No. Okay. Yeah, we both actually have really high credit. I'm like super rich, yeah. Cool. All right, so how advancement works is you got to roll a advancement like check for each skill. So you take the 2d10, and if you roll higher than 
that number, your skill goes up. If you roll less, your skill stays the same. It goes up by 1d10, I believe. Or is it 1d4? Yeah, I think it's a d10. Uh, just, I need to check real quick. Maybe my bra will go up. No, it does not. <laughs> oh wait, yes it does, yes Do it does. Do we roll this on things we passed that we're already proficient in? Yes. You, 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 you roll it for any skill that you uh, used and you used successfully. All right, investigator development phase, page 94. Oh my God, I got a hot barely above fighting brawl. Amazing. <laughs> by three points. Nice. Mine went up by seven. <laughs> well, mine didn't go up by three. I just beat it by three. Oh, oh, I rolled a seven on, on the D10. Yeah, you roll, a, it is a 1D10. Yes. For, for points, for like yes. how much it goes up. Yes, and skills can go above 100%, by the way. Oh, um, I got a three. My fighting brawl is twenty-eight. Now. It's your fighting brawl twenty. If you get any skill up to ninety or more, you can increase your uh, sanity by two d six. Oh man, my spot hidden stays fifty. So I roll the pass, and then I roll. Improvement? No, no. You, what's it for? Psychology. You have to roll over your psychology score. Oh. It makes it like easier to improve low numbers and harder to improve high numbers. Okay, I rolled over for spot hidden, so now what? So you'll increase your spot hidden score by D10. Okay. I'm only increasing my fight brawl. I failed everything else. You failed everything else? But that's useful for you, though. Like, you're gonna fight hitting. Yeah, I only, I, I only got it up by three points, though. That's still something. All right, let me know when you're all done so uh, I can, so you guys can tell me what skills you increased and by how much. Okay. Uh, what skills did what skills did you all increase? I believe you said Houdini uh, only increased brawl by three points. Yep, and that's it. That's it. What about uh, Claudette? Oh, Claudette improved spot hidden by nine. Ooh. Stealth by three, and occult by nine. And I couldn't remember. Did I roll a history check when I was looking at that guy's ring, or was it just um, a second occult check? I think. I think it was occult. Okay, so I won't get to roll history. I failed psychology. All right, and what about uh, Mortimer? Uh, my fighting brawl went up by seven, and that's it. That's it. Oh, did you roll for uh, firearms, Claudette? No, I did not. Good call. So I, I definitely remember you shooting a gun several times. <laughs> it was like the finale of the fight. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 42 and my proficiency in it is 40. That counts. And so I increased it by 8. Wow. Man. I'm really good at rolling like bad. <laughs> you have the most character growth. Next time on Dunwich and Dagons. Uh, you go upstairs and like most of the lights are like off, but there's one light that is still on. Uh, you go to the back, and there's just there's a young woman uh, working like by herself over there. Just kind of like um, looks like she's like it's kind of hard to say exactly what she's doing because like it's beyond like your comprehension of uh, like chemistry. Uh, I'm a I'm, I'm a magician and I'm an investigator and I'm here trying to find my friend's nephew. I I, I don't I don't want to get in any trouble. Is uh, I'd rather just be left alone. 
Ma'am, you're gonna be in a lot more trouble if you don't tell us everything. Okay, you're gonna pull your gun out? Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to not waste my time. She screams, and her scream startles you, and your gun fires. Uh, this has been the Dungeon Witch and Dragons podcast, and I have been your keeper, uh, Billy. And you can find me on YouTube as Player's Handbill, where I talk about retro video games and movies that I find on VHS tape. And you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Player's Handbill. Uh, I don't recommend following me on Twitter because I will never look at it. Uh, so I recommend you looking for me on Facebook and Instagram. Hi, I'm Kyle. You can find me on Twitter if you really, really don't like yourself at RowingBear92. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pitch like a friends thing right now because I feel like it's an appropriate thing to do. Listen to my friend Zach's new album called uh, A Queen of Rockledge. It's really good. Uh, the band's called Middle Kid. I'm going to pitch that right now. Um, <laughs> and that's everything, yeah. Don't follow will... me on any other social media because I will not accept it. I will allow it. Hi, I'm Nate. Uh... You can find me by commenting on the Dunwich and Dagon's Facebook page or anything else like that. And I don't have anything interesting to pitch or have to say other than that. <laughs> My name is Jacqueline. Uh, the only thing that I have going on in life is some low-tier fan art trash at Jacqueline Illustrates on Instagram. Other than that, it's just cat pictures on Facebook. Uh, and you can follow uh, Dun Dunwich and Dagon's at Facebook as at Facebook and Instagram as Dunwich and Dagon's, and on Twitter as Dunwich and Dagon because S was one character too long. You can really help us out by reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Uh, rate us five stars, but also write a review. Writing a review is more helpful than just writing us five stars. It helps with. Uh, the algorithms giving us discoverability. Uh, and also tell your friends. Tell your friends, share us on all social media, and that's it. We will probably try to be back in two more weeks. And then we went to this cabin. Well, but on the way there, we ran into this demon thing. It was a uh, god, the devil of New Jersey, the Jersey devil, <laughs> the devil um, of New Jersey. <laughs> we ran into the Jersey devil. <laughs>